A few years ago, the country, our, our, the United States, we mourned the loss of um, Chief Justice Anthony Scalia. And the media had a big, you know, a lot of tributes about him, a lot of different things were said. People came on and gave commentary on his life and this and that. But Justice Scalia was a Catholic, so they made sure to, they made sure to cover his, his funeral. So it was right there on most of the, of the major media outlets, the entire mass. Justice Scalia, one of his sons, is actually a priest uh, in, in the Diocese of Arlington, right outside of D.C. And he was going to give the homily. And everybody was expecting that this was going to be a heartfelt, wonderful homily paying tribute to his father. So he got up in the, in the uh, Basilica of the Immaculate Conception in Washington, D.C., one of the largest churches in the world, stood in front of cameras that had multiple people on it, and began his homily by thanking everyone who had come, everybody who had reached out. And then when he actually got into the meat of the homily, the first words he said were, we're gathered here because of one man. A man known personally to many of us, known only by reputation to even more. A man loved by many, scorned by others, a man known for great controversy and for great compassion. And at that point, they were cutting in between to different dignitaries and different people, politicians, sitting in the, in the congregation, expecting, of course, this man is talking about his father. And then he followed up with, that man is, of course, Jesus Christ. Very, very bold way to speak at his father's funeral. A man who many people knew and who many people admired. But his job at that funeral was not to canonize his father. His job at that funeral was not for us, for us to have some kind of nice tribute that, would, that fits well with ratings on Fox or CNN or NBC. The purpose of them being there as a family, the purpose of his life, both Justice Scalia and Father Scalia, was to live a life for Christ. Today, we hear about a man in John. It's the second week in a row we hear about John the Baptist. But a man who knew how to live his life for, the, for what it was meant to be. It was meant to be calling like announcing the coming of the Messiah, the one who was going to come after him. See, John was a, a man of great, great humility. And that even as the people, as the Jewish people that came to him were seeking testimony, they wanted to know who this guy was. They come to him and ask him, are you the Christ? Are you the anointed one? Are you the Messiah? Are you the one that's going to come? No, I'm not. Okay, then, are you Elijah coming back to, to call forth to announce the coming of Christ? No, I'm not. Then are you the prophet? No, I'm not. 
I am simply doing the mission that God has asked me to do. I'm a voice, a humble voice, crying out in the desert, prepare the way. Prepare the way of the Lord. John does what I think Father Scalia does really well. He takes the spotlight on himself, the spotlight off of himself, and puts it where it belongs. Because John understood, Father Scalia understood, it's not about us. Advent, this whole period of time that we've been in and been praying through and been walking through during these last three weeks, this whole period of time should raise in our hearts this theme of, it's not about me. This period of time is not about gifts. It's not about who has the best food on Christmas Day. It's not about what party or who's coming over. It's not about me. It's about the Lord. It's about that man, Jesus Christ. Today, also in our Mass, we hear from our responsorial psalm, for the first time in a while, we hear these words not from the psalm. Today's responsorial psalm is actually taken from the Gospel of Luke. And it's the prayer of our Blessed Mother when she went, after receiving the gift of Jesus at the Annunciation, when she went to serve her cousin, when she went to serve Elizabeth. Now, during Advent, we have a few central figures. Obviously, Jesus is one. We're preparing for his coming. But two others are John the Baptist and Mary. Today, our responsorial psalm comes from that visitation where when Mary went out to serve her, her cousin, the infant in her cousin's womb leaped for joy. That was John, already recognizing the presence of Christ, even in the womb of his mother. Kind of foretelling what we, what we heard in today's gospel. But Mary's words after being received into Elizabeth's home is something that all of us can reflect on. My soul rejoices in the Lord. Today, Gaudete Sunday, this Sunday where we, where we, we recognize the closeness, the proximity of Christ coming at Christmas. There's, a, there's a, an excitement that's there. There's a joy that we have as we approach these last few days of Advent until we get to Christmas. Mary was another one who understood it's not about me. She knew how it, what it meant to empty out everything to receive everything. She knew how, what it was like for, and unbelievably, she knew what it was like for an angel to come to her. She's 13 years old in her bedroom, minding her own business. And all of a sudden, an angel appears to her and says, you're going to have the Christ, the Messiah, the one who is to come. Imagine the, the, the emotions, the fear, the nerves that would come with that. And how does she respond? My soul, or, let it be done unto me 
according to thy word. Laying down all of her desires, all of her fears, all of her nerves, and entrusting them to the Lord. How amazing would it be if on Christmas morning, when the Lord, when God himself says, here, here's the gift of my son to you, that we could repeat those words. My, let it be done unto me according to thy word. Or, my soul rejoices in the Lord. Today, we approach this altar, and that's exactly what God does for each one of us. We're offered His Son here in communion. We're offered Jesus Christ, true God and true man, body, blood, soul, and divinity in the Blessed Sacrament. When we respond, Amen, what do we mean? Do we mean sure? Yeah, that's good. I got my, I got, <laughs> I did my duty. I can go sit down. I don't have to go to mass tomorrow. Or do we mean let it be done unto me according to thy word? Where in that amen we say, God, I offer you all my, all my anxiety, all my fear, all my nerves, everything that I am, I offer to you as you give me everything in return. Let us approach today the sacrament. Let us approach this day, this, this third Sunday of Advent, this Gaudete Sunday, with that spirit of joy, that spirit of rejoicing, that we have a God who loves us so much that He continues to offer Himself to us day in and day out, both in sacrament and in word. Let us approach this altar humbly, just as John, just as Mary. Humbly recognizing that it's not about us. The Spirit, this, this time, this season, is not for us, but it's for the Lord. And let us offer all that we are on the altar. Because, ultimately, the man, of course, that we speak of, isn't somebody that's a chief justice, isn't somebody that's worried about reputation, isn't somebody that has all the power or money in the world. The man that we approach in this Advent season, the man that we approach in our own personal prayer, the man that we approach today in this Mass, of course, is Jesus Christ.